Welcome to another installment of the Cool Kids Table. Uh, my guest, I think three times in a row now. I'm not gonna lie to you, we haven't. Yeah, hopefully this one turns out to be. They say three. What's it called? Three, three times the charm. Yeah, hopefully this one be a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last two were well received, but yeah, my brother again. Um, been in my A for a while. I mean, the show has, but just because it's been busy, life's been busy. That means life is good. But David, welcome back. Good to be back. I've been. Right here the whole time. <laughs> been quarantined um, since he got COVID. Nah, just kidding. Nah, I haven't got a COVID yet. Yeah, my I tested po- uh, negative. Whatever it might be. What's a good one? Uh, negative. Okay, I tested negative like three days ago. So. Oh, nice. I tested negative like a month ago. But um, obviously, that's you know the whole the whole year. You know, literally before we started this, we said we weren't going to talk COVID or politics. Not that we weren't, but it was just like. Um, We're here to break the rules. No, no, but I mean, just because I feel like it's been beaten. beaten, I have, beaten but it's, it's kind of towards the end of the year, so it's kind of like. A wrap up. But I mean, it's that's what everybody was saying. It's not a wrap up, but. No, like, I feel like people are like, okay, like 2021, cool, COVID's gone. Like, no, it's just going to roll over to next year. Like, it's not going to go away. Well, for me, it's kind of like, all right, you went through a full year kind of quarantine. Not the full no, year, really, but like okay. nine months. Yeah. So, like, what? how are you going to, how are you ready for next year's quarantine kind of thing? Like, yeah, because I mean, a lot of people are still in the same position they were nine months ago, which is like, like you just said, it's not going to go anywhere. So, if you're... Assuming it's going to go somewhere, like, what's your plan? I mean, like, I, 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 I'm, I saw this meme that said, stop sharing that this was your year, that this is what you needed with so many people dying. But at the same time, I feel like, for me personally, and I can't speak on all those other people, but for me, it's kind of what I needed, like, uh, not just to like a reality check, but kind of like well, I, I I was about to say reality check because you, you're like all these most which would be like um, healthy people just because of like it's modern technology, right? Oh, they have past conditions, they had surgery, this and that. So because of our modern technology that helped them live, it's making them vulnerable now. Like so, yeah. To me, it was like a reality check of like this shit. Could, like your life could be gone any minute so you gotta see what you re- what's really important and what you really what you really want kind of I guess to but make you happy that, that's where I would say for me personally like I had that like two two and a half years ago you know like you know I've talked about it on previous episodes where I was already on that journey on that trajectory personally you know and so like the whole telling family and friends I love you uh, taking nothing for granted, you know, cherishing the little things. Like, that was already things that I saw people collectively saying and doing now because they're like, oh, you know, I lost an uncle. I did, you know, I lost my job. Or things kind of where you're like, anything can be taken from you at any time. Yeah. And so, not to say I was ahead of the curve, but I just personally, like, I talked about that, like how I'm not too prideful to tell, you know, Tell you, David, I love you. Tell my parents every time I see them, every time I leave them, give them a kiss, you know. The yeah, only is telling them I love them. That's just contagious. We keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so for me, at least, that's what I'm saying. Out of my personal experiences, it for me, it wasn't like a reality check. It was more like a, okay, uh, reaffirmation, if you will. Yeah. Where I was like, what I've been doing 
not saying I'm right, I'm doing everything right, but I'm like, I'm doing the correct thing. I'm this, I'm trying to prove myself right, right? Like, not let outside influences influence me, but kind of like that was like, okay, like reaffirming what I've been trying to do. Like, okay, I, I'm, I want to say the correct path because there's many correct paths, but like, I'm, what I'm doing is not wrong. If you will, like, um, but, yeah, I guess that's what this year made me realize. Like, ultimately, what's gonna make you happier than like myself and kind of shit, you know? Inclu- including like the job you have, or like pretty much how you live your day to day kind of thing. Yeah, and obviously, you know, I I set up, I set out to do a lot of crazy things, and now in retrospect, I'm still glad I did. But I'm kind of glad I failed at something because looking at the list, like maybe two, three weeks ago, I was analyzing the list. And it's, I'm going to actually elaborate on this in further episodes or in, uh, on the podcast page, you know, like it's successful by making you fail. Because if you can do all those 20 things, like you didn't do them right. Let's talk about the biggest failure though. Fish over here. Not just because that one probably has the most interesting stories. Because, like, I forgot when it was, to be honest with you, but I know it happened. Where, like, on the Instagram, I was, like, scrolling through the stories. Because if you don't, like, if you post this shit, like, I, I don't see them. If you post a story, then I kind of see it from time to time. And I see your story, the where they're throwing your shit away. And I was like, so, like, since most, to like- most people don't get to experience that shit, I mean, what happens when the city well, does it dirty like that? But th- this will probably be aired before. There's actually, I don't know, even know, but there's an article coming out about the struggles of street vendors, you know, and me being the quote-unquote well-spoken, articulate, bilingual person that I am. And you can speak I, English. I could, not just that, but I can Fluently. represent the people out there, you know, because... Some of them speak English, but they don't know how to say the things that they want to say. They fear consequences if they were to speak up. And I'm like, dude, they're not going to fucking deport us. They're not going to fucking come and give us a $10,000. You know, like, stand your ground. You know, this is our livelihood. And so, that being said, you know, there's an article coming, I'm sure, a few days after this drops. But um, they make it seem like it's so simple to get a permit. You know, like, to be like, dude, it's a... $80 permit like go out there and get the permit and you call you email you do all these things and basically what they say is like if you have a lunch truck or a food truck you can get a permit for $80 which is true but they don't take into account that these lunch trucks are $50,000 you know like a lonchera yeah, yeah, yeah and so they say well yeah street vending is legal like that's not street vending nobody calls that street vending that's a food truck, you know? Yeah, yeah. And what they're saying is, like, that's legal. That street vending is legal. Yet, any, you ask anybody, what is street vending? They're going to tell you, oh, people selling on the side of the street. And so, that's, you know, that's one. That's on the city. And then, two, like, there's no, no like, person to talk to. You know, you call and it's like a, it's like the DMV. There's oh, no specific, yeah, yeah. like, hey, look, this and is no, the No one wants to deal with it because yeah. they're job, yeah. It, it's just kind of, call this number and they'll help you out. And luckily for me, like I said, I, I'm i very persistent. I'll call every day. I'll leave a voicemail every day. I did all that. And still, the same thing, you know. 
I pretty much got him to like. So what you're telling me is basically there's nothing I can do. Or what you can do is you know get a food truck and you know you get the food truck and then you pay the 170. And I'm like, okay, so basically there's nothing I can do. Yeah, just get a food truck. Like, okay, I can't get a food truck. So what can I do? Well, get a food truck. So there's nothing I can do. Um, if you get a food truck, you know you can get the permit for 170. Like, so there's nothing I can do. You, you know what's crazy? Remember, I don't know. I think I talked about it in an episode about my like last job where I was talking about how they're talking about professionalism and like it falls under what they consider professionalism. It's kind of like that same thing too. It's like okay, it's a completely new generation that things exist now before all these things were written up and these people who are kind of like in their own bubble. I don't want to call them boomers or anything, but like the people who don't want to like look past the the new things, like. For instance, like the fact that there's people like Post Malone getting million dollar endorsement deals and stuff like that, you know. So professionalism or like the way things should be aren't always the same way. Because like, so what's stopping you from getting a, a little like flatbed trailer then and just putting your, like welding your grill onto it and saying, "Hey, this is my." That wouldn't be permitted. I mean, f- first the money, but then second, that wouldn't be um, approved by the city either way. You you need like I'm not stupid I don't think the listeners are stupid What they want is um, Like cleanliness right Which we have sanitizer It's not the same as water But apparently it's better than water You know Yeah Yeah. So we have sanitizer We wear gloves We wear um, The mask Anything like What I've told people Is like if you feel comfortable Eating takeout at a restaurant Be it fast food or dining Like you know Outdoor dining Like feel comfortable with us Because one That's what I do (laughs) And then two, I had so many people come up to me and be like, dude, like, ever since I came to you with you, it's completely different now. Because I go eat somewhere else with another street vendor, and they're wearing gloves, but I'll pay them, and they'll give me my change, and then they'll grab the tortillas. And before, I was like, that was normal. Yeah. But they come to me, I give them food, I change my gloves... Well, I've, honestly, I don't even grab money. If, I have, if I'm going to grab money, I take off my gloves. I'll grab the money, then sanitize, and then put new gloves on. And they'll be like, dude, that's a trip. Like, don't you go through a lot of gloves? I'm like, yeah. That's the whole point. <laughs> that's the whole point of gloves. You know, like, you're changing them out. Like, what's the point of, like, wearing gloves and then touching everything, you know? Yeah. And so one thing I have seen is, like, for me, at least, community support. Like, how people rally to help us out. We just did this Thanksgiving I mean, I was supposed to be part of the podcast, too. You know, the podcast was involved with that because I feel like fish has a cap. Like, it could grow. It's going to grow exponentially. It's going to be a food truck, then a restaurant, like a brick and mortar. You know, it's going to be a big thing. But at the same time, you can only feed four or 500 people a day, even at its peak in two, three years. And going forward, right? Whereas the podcast... I can get four or five hundred listens a day. Easy, you know? And that's next episode, it's going to be bigger. And so that's why I said, I, people are talking, why are you adding the, the podcast? And I'm like, because this is a whole thing together. This is the one that's bringing the attention now. But this one in the future, once we have sponsors, and I tell them each one, I'm like, yo, I want a hundred turkeys too, as part of the deal, you know? I want this and that. Like, this is going to be of greater impact because this one has literally no limit. You know, we can ask people to donate. Hey, 
say I ever go on Patreon or some shit, you know, do an ep- extra episode a week, like, hey, this month, all of that money from Patreon is going to go to this, you know, like, it, it's an uncapped market, like, so I just wanted to make sure. As, as someone who's, who, well, I don't know which perspective you're doing it from, whether fish or podcast, because I listen to a shitload of podcasts, like, too many probably, like, 10 hours a day, that shit's fucking, I need new shit to listen to, but, um. Instead of Patreon, like, merch, even, like... Why not both? I don't know, because as someone who listens to them, I haven't paid for one Patreon whatsoever. Not because, like, I'm not fans of them, because some of their actual episodes, like, I'll be like, oh, it's not, I'm not into it, so why would I risk paying for something that might not be into it? Whereas with the merch, it's like, it's not to say I'm getting something out of my value, but not not only am I getting something for the money I'm putting in, because even, let's say, if you have a subscription-based merch, like, let's say... I don't know, 40, 50 bucks a month, and you say you get one shirt, and even if you say an extra episode or some extra content, if you want to still do that, you still get that little, not only do they get to promote you, but you as a listener get to say, okay, well, I'm getting a little bit more value for for my dollar, which I would rather, honestly, I'd rather spend, if I'm going to pay for something, like look at Hulu, look at um, all of those, well, most people maybe pay for the 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 bottom one which is not a problem but for me like I, I share and I think our family tends to share most people tend to share it with it so they get the premium package anyways Netflix have the premium package Disney Plus have the premium one so if I'm gonna get like content or something I would rather get the premium one which hey if I'm gonna get free merch too. when at that point it feels like free merch it's like see how in my own head I made it seem like that and I could be wrong but I'm just saying from my perspective as someone who actually listens to podcasts and like i said i listen to freaking 10 hours a day and i'll tell you this guy has a good podcast not no one has nothing but good episodes like there's no of course i don't think that way because personally as the person that's here every episode I can tell you which ones have been my favorite. I can't tell you, but I mean, I know which ones have been my favorite. Well, you're doing them, they all feel good. They all feel amazing. Yeah. And there's some where, you know, I don't, I told you when on the episode you were talking, I was like, don't look at the numbers. Now I don't even look at the numbers. The other day I logged in to make sure everything was running, you know, no episodes had stopped because some, I've read, I've never seen it, but I've read that, you know, oh, once in a while my episode 18 stopped playing, no, no listens, no nothing. What happened? Just log on, make sure everything's good, nothing's been moved around as far as like, Oh, I, I, I got uh, I got restricted on Instagram for it. I have no clue. Well, maybe some shit you post. But know. I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about um, Libsyn, yeah, yeah. Libsyn, uh, as far as uh, downloads and all that. And what was I going with this with the whole downloads? Like, okay, I honestly lost my train of thought. It was a good it was a good idea where I was going with uh, not to look at the numbers. What did you say last about um? The, not the merch, but the... The subscription. Like, the subscription-based model, right? Yeah, yeah. And... You said you didn't look at it that way because... And then you kind of... Oh, yeah, because of the episodes. You, oh, no, you said that the episodes, not all of them are good. Yeah, yeah. See, to me, each episode feels amazing. Like, if an episode sucked... This happened on Zoom once. The episode sucked. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to... I'm not... I don't feel comfortable releasing this shit. So we stopped. We, we stopped the episode, but we continued the conversation. Yeah. The conversation continued, and I said, why didn't we do this during the episode? Why were you guys being so fucking uptight? Like, oh, because too much pressure. This is after the episode had charted. Remember that? Yeah. The episode got big. I mean, the show got big. 
so I guess there was pressure, which I don't feel like. I'm like, dude, it's just, I got to keep doing what I'm doing. I gotta, guess, the guys got to keep doing what they're doing, which is just be themselves. But when people are trying to be something else, I guess there's like some... Like a persona almost. Yeah. I guess it works for some people, but... No, but see, as me, as the, not just the host, but the creator, and this isn't my baby, I got to put... I gotta put the best representation of it so if I could tell while I'm doing it like yo this isn't good I'm gonna know that if that remember any random episode is gonna be some person's first episode yeah yeah, yeah. and so that person's first episode is gonna be this trash I was like dude this is even at that moment I was like this is not I'm not comfortable releasing this so we stopped it cause that, that, that is the truth I know you got you haven't gotten anyone not to say celebrity wise cause I know you got some people who are um more like popular or have more like followers stuff like that are more locally known but there are some bigger podcasts that i listen to where they'll have one guest who i'll find like either obnoxious or like i'll be like it's just not an interesting conversation whatsoever so when i see that same guest on another podcast that i listen to i'll automatically not listen to that podcast episode because i be like that's going to be a bad episode yeah he's he, a bad guest it's not yeah and so for me i feel like Every episode is good, right? But at the same time, I'm not stupid. I know what episodes are the most listened to. I have the chart. I have the, this episode got this many plays in three days. This episode hasn't got there in six months. You, you know what the problem with those charts is? It's the reason that people like Takashi 69 exist. I don't know if you, you've had a chance to see the new documentary. If you haven't, mm-hmm. like... Even if you don't like him, well, especially if you don't like him, I'm not. I'm not speaking on him on a positive light. If you watch it, you kind of say to yourself, like, "All right, this guy is a piece of shit. He does deserve whatever the shit he's gonna have to go through because legit, he's a piece of shit." No, I mean, but I mean, it, it was clear before, but that makes it like stamped where even his driver is talking about how big of a piece of shit he is, you know. And that's supposed to wasn't his driver with him for ages. Or I don't know, B. I mean, I watched the documentary and I didn't. I don't even know either, but yeah, but it's pretty good. It's on Hulu. My point being the so let's say let's say this is just hypothetical, right? Because I even I said it. The earliest I'd go Patreon is twenty twenty two when I have my schedule unlocked everything, and I can because right now like hey guys, pay this much a month, and I release once every three months, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I know the episodes that get fucking plays. I it I've I had. You're the person that's been on the most you easy three times, right? But I know which episodes fucking are bangers. Are bangers. So all I gotta do is be like, hey, look, they're gonna be on this episode. You want them for an hour extra? Get on, get on our Patreon. You know, it's not gonna be thirty bucks a month either. You know, it's five dollars a month. But they know that those five dollars ensures us having those two episodes a week. That's true. That's true. You get me? Because I don't have to worry about hey work 60 hours a week, do this on the weekend, and then find some time in there to fucking do the podcast. It's like, no, okay, the show's big enough. I don't expect everybody to get on Patreon. It's a small percentage that does. And that small percentage is your 10,000. You know the rule about 10,000? Like, you don't need a million followers. You need 10,000, like... But that's what... It's kind of like a... It's still like a business model. So it, it comes down instead of selling something, is it like are you entertaining no, that's enough the, to do it? That's the thing. According to those charts, those episodes, it is, you know, like it's a 
it's not like coming back because I'm the top one. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but fuck this thing unplugged. Um, Technical difficulties. No, no, we're good. We're good. Continue. Just the headphones. I can hear. There we go. Um, grab another round. But so we, and this is just for me as kind of like goals because I could do a Patreon now. Three people sign up. Like, what's the point of having a Patreon? You know. Now, Honestly, that, that, it'd be like that. Like, look at look at for one comedians or even artists talk about when they would start performing for a band or like an audience of like two three people. The thing is, like, it's not the fact that that how big you are. It's how how your performance is, even how small your audience might be. Because, but those three people might be like I understand that maybe. The same way, at, at first, those three audiences are following you. It's not going to be because you're some random person that they just came across. It's they're following you so they know your story of what you're going through. So to them, it's like, all right, at first, we're not going to get that content because this guy is small. Like, I'm, he's barely getting... I think Patreon shows you how many followers you have. Yeah. Shit, so it's kind of understood. Like, you have three followers, you're getting 15 bucks a month, which it's not a crazy amount. But at the same time, it shows you, like, all right, well... At least I have these core audience, and all it takes is one share, one thing for it to kind of blow up, and that's why it's, it's kind of like a business model. Like, like again, a comedian, he could be in a tiny little shop performing for an audience of three. It could be a coffee shop, open mic, and an executive producer for Comedy Central or something could walk in, and like, there's your big shot. Which, no, and and that's the thing now. Where I feel like I'm, even though you know it's been f- uh, few and far between the last few months, I'm glad I have I don't know like close to forty or already past forty episodes. And at first I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like I'm on episode seven. Like, "Fuck!" I wish more people would see this. I wish more people would like this is good content, but nobody's listening. Well, there was people listening, right? But as it grows exponentially, that's a thing. Like I keep saying exponent exponentially is because. Before, one person would share it, one person would see it. But now when 10 people share it, you know, that's 10 new people seeing it. And I'm so glad that there's so much to go back to, you know. Because let's say this is their first time listening to this. Let's say you got a new coworker or something. And tell him, oh, shit, I was just get yeah. He tells you about this podcast. I actually, I just did a podcast with my brother on Monday. Oh, shit, he likes it. And he goes, oh, dude, that was pretty good. Yeah, I've actually been on there three times. Now he's like, oh, shit, let me see what episodes. And then he sees... I don't want to drop names or anything like that, but he sees somebody that he recognizes on there. He's like, oh, crap. But you know what's crazy? Even 40 episodes isn't even that. It's not. Because, like I tell you... You listen to 10 hours. Yeah, and that's me. Well, I have a shitload of coworkers because I work in a warehouse. Like, I, I do... Uh, but is, what's that word? Like, a repetitive task? So, for me, just pop it in and, like, fucking be there, you know? Like, so I've listened to some... I've found some podcasts where they have, like, 100, 120... And, uh, episodes like I told you not every single one I'm gonna listen to I'm not gonna pretend like I do so like I'll listen to at least half of that and then I'm like well they really don't have enough where I'm finding myself listening to some podcasts like in case people are interested come to permission no some older podcasts um, like uh, Burtcast for instance and I'm listening to some episodes from, like, 2017, 2016. So even though they're older, like, I'm listening to them because the content is there. And, like, the thing is, they, they their entertainment value, so it's kind of more... Yeah, and, and 
I doing the exact same thing. I I'm a big fan of Andrew Schultz. We've talked about yeah. him before, and I'm all like caught up on podcasts, if you will. Like on the ones that interest me, like the ones yeah. that like my my podcast. I know I could go back into some of the ones like the uh, true crime ones, but flagrant two. I'm, I'm gonna take you to a different route real quick, oh. which which is gonna be in connection, but kind of separately. All right. I, um, a lot of people might be familiar with Andrew Schultz because he was posting a lot of stuff on Corona and Trump and stuff like that. Yeah, right? if you're not uh, familiar, he's the guy that everybody was sharing during the pandemic. Well, I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but during the peak of quarantine, then that started it, with flip your phone, uh, turn, oh, your, turn, your, yeah, that, yeah. turn your phone sideways. Like that was him. He he blew up. He was already big. Yeah, yeah. Corona just made him a superstar. Like yeah, I would oh. share on on Instagram. The only two people that I worked outworked me during Corona. Or Alex Acevedo of Uplitz, whose shirt you're wearing right now, and Andrew Schultz. I even told Izzy that when you know, yeah. he was out there at Fish one day, he thought, dude, you're killing me. I was like, only two people that I worked with were Andrew, uh, Alex and fucking you know, Andrew. Yesterday I was opening up YouTube and I typed in the letter A. You know what this, well, apart from the letter A, you know what the second recommended thing was? Andrew Schultz. Yeah, he's, he's big time. Like, yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's a he. But anyways, I only connected him with the, because of the coronavirus and a lot of people. Yeah. So to continue on that, like, so right now, the beginning of this, right, coronavirus, maybe 10 years from now, people can be like, what the fuck's the coronavirus? But this is audio proof. As far as digital proof, like, how do you think that's going to play out? Like, 10 years from now, people, when people didn't live through corona. Because um, my my girl's into CSI, whatever those shows might be, yeah, like the crime scene. Miami, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing, I guess there's recent episodes out. Of corona? During Corona, there's still the same crime scene investigators and stuff. But I seen your reaction, so you know what's what I'm talking about. Everyone has masks on. They're inside the, the courtroom and stuff with plexiglass dividing them and stuff like that. So yes, Corona's probably not gonna go away for like a year or two. So this is gonna be the norm. But again, ten to fifteen years from now, when these episodes get replayed on TV, are people gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on there?" Like, I, I think that well, this is once in a lifetime. It's not even you know, once in a generation because there's those words like once in a generation, like, like for example, Kobe's a once in a generation talent. LeBron's a once in a generation talent. See, but they're in the same lifetime. Yeah, yeah. But once in a lifetime talent is like Michael Jordan. You get me? Like that's transcendent to the sport. And this isn't, like, once in a lifetime, like, our grandparents didn't live through a pandemic, you know? Like, our great-grandparents didn't. Yeah. This is once in a century type this is shit. Spanish flu since the 1920s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I, I feel like with Corona, especially, like, I was watching Unsolved Mysteries. Not the new one. I'm going to watch that probably tomorrow. Binge it. Uh I was watching them solve the mysteries like the old one remember we used to watch it the super update. classic one yeah, yeah, yeah. update yeah, yeah. and the reenact- and reenactments like they're blowing they're blowing candles out and they're giving out I was like what the fuck because <laughs> <laughs> I went to I mean I don't know how we do with the social distancing or whatever but I went to this little like get together of you know my close friends yeah and they had a birthday cake and then they had a small birthday cake like a birthday little like a a personal one mm-hmm. and they put the candle on that like you blow on that everybody else you know gets a piece of cake and just these things like where they were high-fiving and I was just like all this shit is like things that nowadays you don't do and I've seen memes about it I always talk about memes but there are people are like 
let's keep masks going for, moving forward because a lot of you like people cough with their mouth open you know I've seen that yeah. like in stores I'd just be like uh-huh, uh-huh. and you're like dude fucking I worked in restaurants for a lot of my like, like even if you cough it into your elbow like we the, said it's the crazy thing about like everyone talking about like you have to social distance you have to do this but the thing is like you have to take precaution like the mask I wear is obviously not the best mask. I don't have, like, no medical grade mask on. I pretend I do, but... Yeah, it's on an N95. Yeah, like, it does have a filter, and it does filter immunity. And, like, I mentioned I went to Las Vegas twice during the pandemic, and not to say I'm out there, like, fucking yeah. being dumb and stuff. Well, some people it's might say it that way, but that, so. at the same time, like, I told you, I, I just tested... For one, I tested when I came back from Vegas the second time, and then I just tested, like... What I say on Tuesday? Three days ago? You said, the well, day, probably a week the, now. The day before Thanksgiving. Wednesday? Yeah, I, I got my results saying I was negative for it. So, it's like, <laughs> you, you could live, but just take precautions. Like, uh-huh. And really quick, to jump back into the to the thing about, um, not Patreon per se, but because um, there's things I want to do, you know, like, not just as the the fish or as a podcast, but as a whole, like... And I feel like, obviously, because of me, they'll be tied in going forward. Excuse me. But I just feel like with everything going on, I also thought, like, it's not the right time to be like, hey, guys, send me fucking five hours a month. And that's one of the things where I... At the beginning of the pandemic, Izzy actually told me, like, dude, have you thought about, like, you know, like, hey, guys, I'm in a tough spot. Like, the show's doing really great. Like, would you consider sending me? Because I'm out of work. You know, that's See, how I was able to do so that, many that's episodes. A, that's a tough thing, too, at the same time. And you got to consider, like, you say no, like, it's tough. But at the same time, like, you do talk about your positives, but you don't talk about the negatives, which was, like, the job you had at the time. All of a sudden, you know, it was, like, hours and you obviously suffered from it which you didn't say on here which obviously 15 20 bucks does make a difference like i said with the patreon so so not to say like you needed it but, but i needed it yeah and at the same, like i said you weren't gonna come on here and say like hey guys like guess what i'm not working as much anymore and it's not by choice and at the same time like like i said unfortunately well for me in part i quit my last job because of the way they were handling the pandemic. And then I took a job where I'm able to listen to podcasts. So hypothetically, if we were like, hey, pay me five bucks a month and I'll be able to put out podcasts, like think of how many people might have done that where maybe they didn't quit their job by choice, but they lost their job and had to take another job where they're able to, or they have to pass the time like that. Uh, at the same, I agree uh, to a extent, but I also I feel like I wasn't the only one, you know? Like, there was, in, at least in my timeline, personal, and um, the page, a lot of people were like, hey, you know, like, not just the whole stay inside and all that, but it was like, you know, people are in need, if you got money to, if you got food to donate, can good, you know, take them to the food bank, because everybody's struggling, so I was like, I'm not the only one, you know? But, so, like, how do I, like, not to sound rude or not, well, not, not, not even to say you're even close to homelessness or nothing like that at all. But one thing a lot of people need to consider too, especially during this pandemic, and not to not to say like don't help the homeless or anything like that, but like make sure the people you know don't end up homeless themselves instead of helping the people who are like the people who are already in that much need. Hopefully, they're able to get 
to help differently. But like this, think like I'm pretty sure there's people who you know who, like I said, I, I fortunately for me, I, I quit a job where I was supposedly getting paid well as a manager to a job where I'm a warehouse worker, but I compare my checks to my girlfriend and I get paid more like apples to apples. And it's like, okay, well, it, it's negative in certain light, positive in different lights. Like I said, just more people like me. Not to say everyone's going to do it, but five, ten people make a difference. That's why to me, merch is better because I'll take a free shirt, even if I'm paying for it in a different way. Yeah, um, it's, it's a mentality thing. It's, it's all things to think about because at the same time, it's like, I mean, it's not even, I'm telling you, all 2021, I will not do Patreon. Unless the show significantly blows up, like where it's like, do you be stupid not to monetize YouTube? No, well, yeah, but that's the thing. I got to get a camera, which I am going to next or, year. Or just audio for now. and just get, It is on there. Do you have YouTube? Yeah. Then go, if you're listening to this, go follow it. Even if you don't listen to YouTube, just subscribe to it so, so it shows up subscribers, real people subscribing. Yeah, no, we, we it, it gets up there. It's, to be honest, it's fucking crazy because YouTube is like where we get one of the least amount of listens. Cause I think it's just a picture and then the sound. Yeah. So I feel like, but I know as soon as it's the video comes into play, it'll be different because you can just sit there and watch it, you know, or like I have YouTube Red. Go so Pro, if you listen to this, we need a sponsorship. No, because I see a lot, <laughs> a lot of people who, who do them. Like yeah. They start off and have the GoPro and it's not, not too over expensive. No, and, that's it, and that's the thing. I'm starting a food page, right? Like where I, where I eat out. I'm, I'm, the things I'm doing are all tied into each other. The reason why I want to get a GoPro is to record a podcast. With that same GoPro, I'd be able to record the places I'm going out to eat. So I'm like, dude, this is... So again, GoPro, if you're looking to sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing. Um, something I want to touch, touch on, and what you mentioned earlier about the journey and all that, but it goes in with this. You know, you talked about the them throwing out our, our shit on the street. Oh, yeah, and somebody was mentioning to me like dude you don't gotta a, a few people actually on that page were like you don't need to share all the bad stuff you know like just share the good focus on the good and I was like that's not who I am I share everything I want people to know that you know I'm just a human like you like this shit sucks like what the fuck like whether you're rich you're poor somebody that happens to you your yeah. first day your last day like this shit sucks and I want people to know the honest truth like this is the shit we go through and the same thing, you know, I, I was actually thinking about this on the drive yesterday. I was like, that sponsorship, I don't know if you ever saw it. We got a sponsorship, like, reach out for this episode, this show. And After my episode? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, um, I played it hard to get because, I, one, I said, I'm not going to just put an ad just for the fuck yeah, of it. Yeah, which is good, honestly, it's good. Going forward, right? I, at least make it make it worth my while. So I'd have, the listeners have to listen to ads. One, it's one thing that I actually endorse, and two, it's not just some piece of shit product where they let's say they buy it and they're like, "What the fuck? This is the shit you're recommending?" You know, like yeah. so. Bad Bunny, we look. No, who? Bad Bunny, that other girl. It's a girl. Bad Barbie. Because oh, on on Snapchat, you know, they had like. Oh, well, you know, Snapchat. Snapchat. They had those stupid like. Under your friends, they had like recommended pages. Yeah. And like I used to see some car one, and after it, I don't like it jumps to the next one, right? 
And she would be selling, like, you know those fake iWatches? Yeah. She'd be selling it with, like, go on there now, like, mm. 50% off code and this shit. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, but, but see, that's what some people do. And here's the thing. Like, how, long does your, how, how, how many followers don't you lose doing some shady shit like did that? Did you yeah. follow her? Fuck no. Exactly. I mean, you're still seeing it. So imagine how many people and people remember. My audience is intelligent, so they know. But one of those quotes, remember that the, remember how, you know, when they say, uh, do, do we have a smart society or a dumb society? Remember how dumb the average human is. And remember that half the population is dumber than that. Like, people are dumb. Smart people do dumb things, you know, so like, it's dumb society. But, um, so that sponsor reached back to me like four months later, which was like, Two weeks ago, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? We re- not not just like no, <laughs> like, we retract <laughs> the offer, the initial offer." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." And no lie, the first day it kind of stung me. I'm like, "These motherfuckers," you know, like. And I was like, "You know what? No, I'm glad that I, because if I would just said yeah, they would have just, I don't know, sponsored an episode or two, and then what happens?" It doesn't work, you know, like, so I was like, no, the episode needs to grow. I mean, the show needs to grow. Things need, to, and that's why I was like, you know what, I'm going to share this on the, on the story. And I was like, no, you know what, I'm going to share it on the episode. So people know that, you know, losses come too. Like, you know, I've been killing it this year. Things have been going great. Personally, professionally, on the podcast, there's still those losses. That's a big L, you know, like, the first sponsorship literally said like no we're good and I said you know what I'm gonna share on the episode so people know that one we all take L's you know we all take L's and two like fuck it I'm gonna keep moving forward I didn't reach out to them they reached out to me and two I turned them down like initially it was like let's do it if we do it like this so they told me no right and then they did the double whammy which was like we retract the offer completely but still that's why I was like you know what if I'm gonna do this my way, and that's what I'm telling you. Like, to, you know, you're like Patreon. I'm like, be. I see my vision, and it might look a little cloudy sometimes, you know, because you lose focus for three months and don't do an episode, and it's fucking tough when you're working sixty hours a week. But at the same time, I'm like, this is gonna be worth it, because like fucking Sinatra, I'm gonna do shit my way, and I'm sure I'm gonna have second guesses, like, because that whole day I'm telling you, I was fucking like. What the fuck? What if I don't get another sponsor offer? Like, what? If, and I was like, you know what? Next day after that, I was like, fuck it. I've done it without a sponsor I this far. Fuck it. Yeah. And so just to everybody out there, you know, like, you're going to take some losses. They're going to hurt. I should hurt for 24 hours because it happened in the morning. So the whole day I was thinking about it, you know. And the next day I was like, you oh, know, fuck it. I've, I've been without a sponsor this whole time. Hey, that, that rep probably got fired and they had to retract like <laughs> I, I no longer work with the company <laughs> nah but that's crazy like oh so to completely go off topic I know you don't drink soda anymore but you, you know how at least McDonald's did you ever get Coke and McDonald's yeah Coke is way better there. they have different carbonation no and apart from that their syrup has more sugar and that's why they put more ice. So when it melts, it doesn't get watered down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Because if you drink that shit fast, it does taste super sugary. Yeah. I mean, Adi, I cannot. I'm honest. I, don't quote me on this, guys. 
I'm thinking of doing no soda next year as well. Like, not even taking a sip. Like, Well, I, I, I honestly stopped drinking soda. Like, I'm not going to say I stopped drinking completely because Thanksgiving I had drink drink before. <laughs> before, but, like, it, it just depends on the food. Because sometimes, like, honestly, my, me, myself speaking, I'll get, like, heartburn if I eat something spicy. And my mom makes some bomb-ass tamales, but Ooh. they got a little kick to them. It's one, what time is it, two? Two, two oh seven. And after we wrap this up, we're going to have tamales still. Today's uh, already... Day three. Day three? Four? Day four. And I took some to... And we still have... Took some with me. So I, I see two big loads still right there of tamales. And oh, some in the fridge. Both fridges. In both fridges. Yeah, so that we make a lot. But honestly, we love them. But yeah, I had to feeding 10 people that night. Yeah. At yeah. multiple times, we had two dinners. Oh, I didn't. I had to go to work. Oh, you went to work. Hey, yeah. but again, shout out to the company I work for because after I clocked out, I was like, what? Not only did I get... Because I'm technically... Usually, I go in at 6.30. And then that night, we went at 11.30, but I got holiday pay, so I still get paid double time. And then we go in late. So, I was like, cool. Nice. Makes it worth it. But, um... There's... There's so much to talk about, but I feel like we could go into any variety of subjects. Like, I, I'm not one of those like, oh, the secret. You know, if you think, no, I know. Like, I, I want to talk not not some nonsense, but some life experiences that people could learn from. Like, all right, not to put you on the spotlight, but you kind of had two two cars break down to you. There's a lot of people who never, I've never had a car break down on me like on the freeway. And I know you've experienced that, like, so which ones? Because it happened early last week. Because the truck, I think it broke down fully loaded, right? So that's that's yeah. kind of like something that two might be moving. Like, all right, so react. Like, how do you react at the moment? Like, I get to safety first of all. Put it like this: um, I've always been really good with numbers. I've when I read, I do the whole you know concept analysis. The teachers love that, you know. Like, what does you know? You read the the story and what did you feel I felt like the lady was sad she wrote a sad <laughs> story <laughs> like, oh that's great you know because you obviously we do that as an adult people are like well that's uh, obviously no no but but when <laughs> 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 you do that in third grade and shit I guess it was uh, well fucking the, uh, what's the word well received by the teachers and shit so I've always been I don't know I don't believe that left right brain shit you know like when you're either good with your hands or good with your brain type of thing but I've always been the the book kind of smart, you know, like street smart, obviously, as I got older with the whole gang affiliations and my friends and the street life. But as far as like, give me, uh, I don't know, give me an IQ thing to build uh, and, and I'm going to have some trouble, you know? And whereas David and Model, my older brother, like they're really good at these type of things. They figure shit out on themselves and they do it and whatever it works for them works for me my what I do and so simple things with cars I always go to my brothers or my dad I'm like, oh, like dude you can figure this out I'm like I know I can but at this point I'm like fuck it <laughs> you guys know it why am I gonna struggle just do it and then most of the time they'll be like yeah yeah I got you and so they'll do it and so Sunday like three weeks ago two weeks ago um, I'm on the freeway, fully loaded, like fully loaded. My Durango is like fully loaded, like <laughs> over to the front seat. Uh, like it's full of stuff. <laughs> like, and then I hear like a, a loud, like a boom, like, 
whatever, right? And like I'm a just, pop, yeah. Like a pop. But, it, you know, I've had shit go wrong in my car before. That didn't sound like it came from my car. It just sounded like a pop. So I was like, cool, whatever. Kept driving. And about 60 seconds, maybe less, maybe 45, all I'd see is just steam all over the windows. Like, I could see through the front window. Like, through the dash. Yeah. But through the back and everything, like, I could not see shit. Like, it was so much steam. Like, just steam. Steam, yeah. not fire, nothing like that. Just steam. So, I threw on the hazards. I'm in the, uh, not the fast lane, but I guess the three lane. And I'm like, I put my signal, right? Like, I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> I'm going to scooch over. <laughs> I hope you fuckers, like, give me space. Because you obviously see what the fuck I'm seeing. <laughs> I can't see shit through my fucking rearview mirror. I can't see shit through my um, passenger side mirror. So I'm just like, I'm just going to put my blinker and pray for the best. I'm going to pray, but you know what I mean. So I said, like, fuck it. So like, Jesus. So I just me Superman. <laughs> so I started doing this slowly. And I scooch one lane. I'm like, cool. All right, let me give it two, three seconds. Next lane. And you would think, right, I'm slowing down. Like the steam is gonna like lessen, you know, whatever's on fire or whatever's burning is gonna be be less on fire. So then, fucking, it gets worse. <laughs> like the steam is now like a grayish, as opposed to white. It's gray, so I'm like, oh fuck, I really gotta get off this freeway. So I just jumped all the way across, kind of like in a smooth motion, like almost like a I don't know. Diagonal, like diagonal on the freeway, like almost perpendicular, not quite perpendicular, but almost, you know, like I said, fuck it, you know, something's wrong with the car, obviously, so get off the free, not off the freeway, but onto the shoulder, I look, and there's all these cars just passing by, looking at me like, what the fuck, <laughs> I'm like, so I get off, I look, I, I pop the hood, I open the hood, and it's just steam, and I'm like, fuck, alright, I'm not good at cars, let's say that again, but I'm like, Probably the radiator. Probably something with the water because there's so much fucking steam. I look under and I see fucking reddish, purplish. And I'm like, oh shit. I know that's either, that's most likely transmission fluid, but it might be oil. So just look and it's just like fucking steaming. It kind of dies down like after 30 seconds. And I'm like, alright, what to do? So I'm like, alright, I don't have AAA. Let me see what I can do. And I remember the, not too long ago, I got a flat on the freeway, and then one of those tow trucks came by, 511, I think, like the yeah. metro ones. So I was like, let me call them. So I called them. They're like, who? They got my information. Like, do you have a spare? I'm like, yeah, it's not a spare, though. It's not a tire. It's just, I think it's transmission. Like, okay, cool. We'll send somebody out. Literally, within a minute, there's somebody pulling up. I'm like, oh, fuck, you hear they're fast. <laughs> this is cool. So he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. So as he starts loading it up, you know, he gets all like, hey, man, you, like, I can't take you anywhere. Like, I can literally get you off the freeway. That's it. Wait, wait speaking of which, yeah, go on to the 511. I've never heard of them. So Okay, well, 511 is a metro service. This is not sponsored. This is just fucking cool thing they do. The metro, like for Raleigh County, if you call 511 and you're on the, on the freeway, um, they'll tow you off the freeway. They they say they can't do anything, but last time they changed my spare. All they, their job is to just get you off the freeway. Yeah. You're like 80% more likely to die on the side of the freeway than on the side of the street. So they just get you off the nearest. They don't, if they, there's a corner and they, let's say the jiffy loops right there. 
they will not drop you off the chip loop. They drop you off like at the nearest intersection, like to the right. Yeah. Like they have the freeway, and then like the first light, they'll make a right, and like as long as you're off the street, like they cannot, you can't be like, oh, look, 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 there's a tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, they're not on GPS and so. And honestly, anyone listening, they should do that because I I used to work the company I used to work for. They uh, there was a driver from a third party company who one time he pulled over to help someone who had a flat tire on the side of the freeway, and uh, another car hit him. And basically wedged him between two cars and smashed his legs. So he, he was able to walk eventually, but I think like two years later, so he was paralyzed. So calling 511 to get him. And I mean, mo, um, if you've ever seen those tow trucks, they're big. They're big. So, so if a car were to hit him from behind, it would it would probably move it, but it wouldn't push it the same way as it would a regular car. So yeah. get those professionals out there. Yeah, no. And so I, and I told him, like, you know, because then they offer you to let him sit in the car or whatever or in the tow truck. So, no, when he started lifting it up, I saw that a hose was hanging. I'm a mechanic, but I said, hey, that hose shouldn't be hanging. Yeah. And he goes, I can't do anything, my man. What do you think you need? And I was let me get in there. So I get in there, and the hose had just ripped. Yeah. So I fucking took off the little tightening belt thing. The washer? Yeah, the washer, yeah. I told him, can I borrow a screwdriver? He's like, yeah. So he gave me a screwdriver, just fucking get it undone, put it around the hose, you know. Yeah, the yeah. new hose, I guess, the new hose part, put it back on, tapped it up. To me, that was a win, right? Like, fucking yeah. Hector. And this is where I always make fun of Hector, and you guys are more than welcome to. So, when I got out, the, I had called my dad, though, right? I was like, dude, my decision was wild. I was like, what do you think it was? And he was like, I don't know. What, what did, you know, like, after, before the torture got there, after I called 511, it was like, I don't know. Staying? Like, it's not the radio. I'm like, it's not the radio. Everything's cool. Like, I don't know, so it just kind of boom, boom, boom. So I do that, get off the side of the freeway. Uh, he he drops me off, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I think you're good, right? Like you saw those a fucking AM PM down there, right?" I was like, "Yeah, well, I told you to drop me off." <laughs> he starts like, "You know, I can." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's all good." And I was like, "You got there pretty fast." He was, like, "Did they call you?" I'm like, "No, I was just driving by. Did you call?" I like, "Let me call it in. That I already picked you up." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So anyways, this is the part where you guys are going to love. Because all that sounds great, right? Like, damn, Hector, you did that. Yeah. Like, you, you, you kind of know what you're doing. You can say that if you want. No, no, no. Then you kind of know what you're doing. And you could end the story with that. But like I said, you got to take your L's with your W's. And I've had quite a few W's, so I can take this one. So I go back to the AMPM, right? I get transmission fluid because it was the transmission line. And $10 a quart. I call my dad. I'm like, roughly, how many do you think I need? He's like, at least four. And I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> I, where I post up at, there's literally no Riley's right there. I've seen this shit before because I got there on accident. And it's like $7. Ooh, and you're, should, you're paying too much for your transmission oil. For a whole gallon? Like, oh, a gallon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Look at yeah. This, look at this, a quart, those are cheap they're like yeah. two bucks yeah and so he goes well get at least three three will get you there and then you know do your thing and then at the end of the day buy it so I'm like cool at least three right he's like yeah get three I'm like that's 30 bucks and then so I go go and grab him and the girl goes you don't want all four those are the only four I have and I was like nah I need four but I'm only going to take three they're too expensive she goes okay cool so fucking it's 
granted, it's like a fucking half a mile walk, walk back. And this is where Hector fucked up. So Hector opens up the transmission fuel. Hector jumps, drops in. Two of them right off the bat, right? And then I check my fucking... What's it called? My, my dipstick. I check my dipstick. And there's no indentation of this bitch. So I'm like, okay. Like, it does need four. <laughs> like, cool. Are we cool with three? So I drop in another one. Right? I check it again. And there's literally nothing on it. Now that, like, oh, dude. I think when I know what he's talking about, you know. I don't know how this looks underneath. But I'm thinking... What I'm... In my head, I imagine it is like... This thing goes like there's uh, like a pool, if you will, at the bottom. Yeah. And this stick goes into like yeah, yeah, yeah. right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where it gets a little indentation. Like, oh, there's enough to yeah. right here. So I said, okay, so I'm going to drop. I'm going to go get back. I'm going to go back by the fourth one. And then that shit will at least show me a little bit. And I'll feel comfortable going back. So I walk again this half a mile. By the one I you did need it. And like, I was just kidding. I was like, no, I didn't need it. That shit's fucking... That's, I, I'm, I'm all dirty as fuck, right? My hands are all greasy. And I'm like, that's a... Five, 511 just got me off the freeway, you know, because my transmission line just blew. She's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. Bam, another 10 bucks. Another 58 cents charge on the debit card that we should talk about with these fucking... Oh, MPM, fuck them. <laughs> Arco. Arco. 58 cents. It used to be 35 cents back in the good old days. That's a credit card company. They don't... Like, 7-Eleven, you could buy a dollar coffee... They pay the charge. Yeah. Shout out to 7-Eleven. But these, a lot of stores be like, they pass it on to you. Be like, are you sure you want a 35 cent charge? 58 cents? Depends what kind of processor well, Most of these mom, mom and pop shops, which I'm okay with. Like, yeah. yeah. But Arco, you're fucking... Yeah. If, if you do the math, you end up paying the same amount of, for a gas. You do, if you use debit or credit, or I don't even think, I don't know if they take credit, but you end up paying the same amount if you do the math because most people get like, Unless you drive a big car, you end up getting like eight gallons of gas, right? So if you divide the eight into thirty-five, it comes out to like three or four gallons for gas. Which if you go to another gas station, like a shell or something, where the gas is going to last you longer, it ends up being the same price. Because, like for instance, if you use T-Mobile, you get a reward thing from Shell. So ultimately, I fill up with Shell every time, and I get twenty cents off gas. So I end up paying less than Arco, and it lasts longer. When I had the Beamer, it was only Shell. 91 V power. Now that I have these cars, it's fucking Valero, USA, whatever's closest. Nah, I, I use Shell and Chevron at minimum. Even Arco. I know a lot of people like using Arco, but it, it's it's gas. Like, ultimately, it's gas. There's nothing great about it, but Shell and Chevron, you do pay more. But I've done it myself where, like, I'll, I'll do how many miles I get per gallon. And with Shell and Chevron, I, I always get more than... Like Valero, and I even tried Arco, which Arco is like fucking water. Cars drink it. Yeah. All right. And to wrap it up, so I got the fourth one right, and I put this fucking last quart into this fucking. Where were you putting it? First of all, hold on, hold on, hold on, daddy, hold on, daddy. So I put it in there, and I fucking check it again, and there's nothing in there, and I'm like. What the fuck? So I checked under, which I should have done earlier, right? Like, is this shit leaking? There's no nothing showing up. Yeah, and I'm like, all right. So then I cover the transmission fuel. <laughs> and right, instantly I knew what I had done. But I called my dad. I'm like, yo, dad. 
this shit's not registering. And he starts laughing. Right away, I knew I fucked yeah. up when he started laughing. I'm like, where is my, <laughs> where am I supposed to put the transmission <laughs> fluid? He goes, you know that little hole <laughs> where the diphthic comes out of? And I started laughing because I knew and as soon as I had closed the thing. Which is oil cap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why the fuck would I put it there? I'm like, I've put oil there before. Like, what? The? So if you haven't caught it, I put in transmission oil where the engine oil goes. And I put four quarts. <laughs> I even checked after two, three, and four. So I honestly, I laughter is medicine. I started laughing and I'm like, not screaming into my phone, but I'm like telling my dad, like, yeah, dude, I fucked up. And he's like, what did you do? Like, kind of like, what did you do? And I'm like, you know what I did. He's like, what did you do? And I'm like, I put four fucking quarts in there. He's like, what? Why would you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's the pressure, dad. Like, I'm on like two hours of sleep. I'm driving all the way over here. It's fucking hot today. And I'm already like 40 minutes late. I was supposed to be there fucking an hour and 40 minutes ago. But I was supposed to post up at 12. And it's already 12.40. And there's... N- now I don't even know where the closest place where I could get a fucking quart to at least get me home. Like, I need... You said at least three. He goes, just find one. Like, And I'm like, all right, dude. All right, all right. Let me figure this out. Boom. What do you know it? Click with my dad. He's not upset, but he's kind of laughing. <laughs> he shouldn't be upset, but he's kind of laughing. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So I'm like, hey, compa. And I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, I checked for you. All I got is one quarter. <laughs> you want it? <laughs> no, dude. I just, you know, I just paid 40 bucks for this shit. I'll give you 10 bucks for it. He's like, no, no, dude. Like, <laughs> where are you headed? I was like, to El Monte. He goes, dude, one quarter will get you there. But make sure, you know. Make sure you don't drive nowhere else without topping it off. And I'm like, dude, let me give you ten bucks for it. I just paid at the liquor, ten bucks, uh, forty bucks for four, like the lease. He's like, nah, man, no, no. Just make sure you flush your engine. <laughs> that shit is fucking. I want you to check it while you're here. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do you that favor. <laughs> so I check it, and you know, like the engine yeah. dipstick, like where it says like high. Yeah. No, well, like low, high. okay, and then high. And so it's like, do not pass this. It was at least six inches higher than that. So that's how I, you know, for years, you asked for how did I deal with it? <laughs> Beautifully at the beginning, where I felt proud. I was like, damn, I can't believe I fixed it. I mean, that's all I asked. I asked how <laughs> to get off the freeway because I, I, I could change the flat myself. I'm not going to change it on the freeway, but. You decided to keep going and uh, said I, it to you. That's, that's, that's what we're here for. We keep it real. And sometimes keeping it real goes wrong. But, yeah, no. I mean, I've changed how on the freeway before. It's not scary. It's just kind of like the way that I drive during the day. I'm kind of very observant. Like, I don't text and shit. Like, I look at people and... People always laugh that I like, it's not fucking fifty percent. I'm like, dude, it's close to fifty percent. Not of the paying people, attention. Not one, not paying attention, but most of the people not paying attention are texting. Hey, no, okay. Apart if you text, fuck you. But some crazy shit I've seen, women, if you're out there putting makeup on while you drive, fuck you. Because like I've seen, I've seen some lady get rear-ended because she like straight slammed on her brakes. And she got mad, like, and she got off and all pissed off at the guy behind her, even though she slammed on her brakes. And I full-on seen her, like, both hands holding a mirror, putting on makeup. 
And I was like, what the fuck? Like, get a dash cam if, like, out there. Yeah. Like, oh, no, fuck. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, like, when I, I mean, in, in a pinch, though, I'm like, I got to change my tire, you know? Like, what am I going to do? Wait for AAA for fucking 40 minutes? I, with one, I don't have AAA, so <laughs> I got to do it. But, but now it's, um, it's kind of, um, I mean, I don't even want to go into it because it was really nothing big. It just I just saw the hose hanging, so I knew that it was obviously the hose. Like, like I'm telling you, I, I, my more important thing, I didn't even know about the 501, so I'm pretty sure a lot of people are listening. Oh, yeah, at least get that from me, if yeah. I, especially if you're in Southern California, Los, Los Angeles County, which uh, a large portion of our listeners come from. No, not a large portion. Majority of the portion. A, the biggest portion of our listeners is... In Southern California, you know, but it's like the rest are in Scandinavia for some reason. <laughs> no, Australia. Australia. Like well, I mean, not, not Australia. It's all the U.S. But then, Kazakhstan, like, outside countries of the U.S., it used to be Ireland, but now it's Australia. But is it a country? Is it a continent? Because after that episode, it just there's still people listening. It's kind of cool. I don't know. Kind of cool. I mean, it's a continent. Let's call it a continent. But so yeah, so that was my fucking mechanic story, and that was the connection with fish. So apart from getting his, it didn't happen on the same day, but mm-hmm. food got thrown out, car blew up, car blew up. It's it's been. I mean, nothing worth having comes easy, and that's what I keep telling myself. Because on so this weekend was Thanksgiving weekend. I didn't post up. Last weekend was the weekend before Thanksgiving. Saturday they also threw our stuff. Well, they didn't. They didn't get to. Um, but they were out there throwing other vendors' stuff, and luckily, some of our best customers were, happened to be down the street at a store, and they, so they rushed over and let us know. And I had literally orders on the grill, and I just threw them. That's a fridge. Or is it? Yeah. Okay. I was like, "Am I hearing that in here, or is that a?" We we got a fridge upgrade. Um, it's one of those that has uh, the water dispenser and then the ice dispenser, but I don't know how that works. But I think it, it fills up, it fills the top with water at one point, so it makes ice, and that's the noise it's making. Okay, because so yeah, yeah, I I heard it up here. So I mean, obviously I'm on the headphones, but I was like, is that is that something with the instruments I'm using? But um, no, yeah. So the first day I ever went to go sell on the street, I got a flat tire. Um, canopy i was using a canopy that i bought like seven years ago like that's nobody's fault right but it broke one day like where we were serving food like it just gave out we <laughs> <laughs> were standing in line and luckily nobody was hurt nobody was close to it and i mean that's obviously just an easy fix but that's what i continue to tell people like if it was easy everybody would do it and you kind of want a challenge because you want to look back not just on the journey but like kind of like some adversity as i keep telling people like what's life without adversity and i think if once people get to know me, that's one thing they say. Like you deal well with adversity, and it's like because I've dealt with so much of it that you just kind of any issue is like, how are we gonna get past this? Like that's easy to make an excuse and be like, oh well, fuck, we got a flat tire. That's it for today. It's like no, dude. I'm good at making excuses. I think I am too. I was telling my dad this weekend. The best things. Me and my dad spent some good time this weekend. You know, for the holiday weekend. That's what makes me sad. Like, we've had success here and then we're lazy. Like, yeah, no, that's what exactly what we're talking about. So, so think about how how lazy other people... Now, not to take it from other people, because, I mean, they probably have other excuses, I mean, reasons. But, like, 
sometimes I'm like, fuck, like, if I applied myself a hundred and hundred percent, like if I stop doing drugs and clean <laughs> myself up, well, would I be? I could probably be president. Nah, I mean, nah, I don't want to be. In all seriousness, like I told my dad, like people are not surprised by my work ethic, but like you're really out here every day, like yep, you're really out here, fucking. You just work fucking fifty hours in four days, like yep. You do, like yep. But so I told my dad, like. I'm the, either the laziest hard worker you know, because any excuse to like <laughs> chill, <laughs> I'm chilling. Either the laziest hard worker you know, or the hardest hardest working lazy person you know, because I'm always working, always, 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 always. Obviously, during pandemic, it was out of my control, but I did feel burnt out maybe like three weeks ago, which that. Rain, the only thing I'll stop for is rain, you know. I can't risk being out there during the rain. rain and they said it was going to rain. And I took uh, the weekend off, and it was so fucking beautiful. Because I just slept. I ate. And I felt refreshed and recharged. This weekend, granted, um, shout out to the people that like run charities and do charities. Because it's a lot of fucking work. What I did, people are trying to tell me like I did something great. I feel like it's just just what you're supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to look out for your community, uh, for the vulnerable people. And I feel like I did nothing, but it was exhausting as fuck. It literally took two complete days of my life. And literally, uh, so uh, near the end of the event, me and... Big George Hernandez, he was on here during the pandemic. He was also, I think, episode two. He has connections at the Monty Police Department, so he called them to see because they have a program that like helps families in need. Yeah, yeah. So we we're driving over there, and I didn't tell him, but I was honestly thinking, like, dude, I don't want to do this shit ever again. Like, this is, yeah, yeah. I'd rather just donate money to somebody else running this shit, you know, because this is fucking exhausting. It's tiring. And it's just so much going on and then once we got in there I felt like it was just the perfect scenario because the cop didn't see much he just said you know the thank yous or whatever he goes you know yeah you know we just got a list of families that really need this kind of stuff you know and with the pandemic and everything going on this year like we just haven't had enough people reach mm-hmm. out and donate Yeah, and I felt like that little bit of words was like, oh shit, Hector, like, but is people in need, you know, because yeah, don't get me wrong, I have a great team, great surrounding, but there was people that were getting stuff, telling me like, hey, make sure that the people that grab stuff really need it, because there's a lot of people that just want to grab stuff, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and so, even though I try not to be a piece of shit, in my mind, I still go to that piece of shit spot where I'm like, these people don't even need this shit, you know? And who am I to judge? Who am I to whatever? Like, we take donations, we give it out. It's not like it's coming out of my pocket, which, obviously, I did donate myself as well. But he, with the cop saying that, I was like, it kind of made me process. Like, you, there's the cops deal with the worst of the worst. Obviously, Black Lives Matter and all that shit, like, they shouldn't shoot unarmed people and all that, you know? Like, let's save that conversation for another day. But, like, the Almani Police Department, he's the worst of Almani. You know, they get called on the worst shit. They also see, like, the families that need it the most, you know? So I'm like, 
maybe next year. How about I think next year? As soon as we walked out, we got in the car to George. Like, dude, on the way here, I was honestly thinking, like, I never want to do this shit again. <laughs> well, I just told you, like, yeah. I'd rather just give some money to somebody else running it. Donate some fucking food. Donate some clothes. Whatever needs to be done, I'll help. But I don't want to be in charge of it. And I was like, dude, next year I'm going to do it different. Like, next year I'm going to focus on our first five dinners went to... I'm going to get him on here soon. I wouldn't call him a friend, but I have a acquaintance that works at a drug and rehab center. And these people are drug and recovering addicts. So they're trying to get their life together. But obviously it's kind of hard to get a job with like certain things on your record. So they can't just... So they have families to feed as well, but it's kind of hard when yeah. nobody's giving you a chance. So the dinner's going to them gives them one less way, you know, even though, like, a lot of people would look down on those people and be like, I don't know if people will say, I don't, I don't honestly, I haven't even thought this out, but I don't know if people would be like, I don't want my donations going to fucking drug addicts, like, because that's how some people look at them, no matter how much. I, I, honestly, I think most people who donate don't care as long as the person who's in need, especially, so, like, not to say everyone wants to root for the underdog, but, like, Reality is, most people want to help someone who they feel their, their dollar could, like, benefit. And that's why I mentioned before, like, when, not to say you, you needed to call out for help, but, like, you saying or, like, you putting the Patreon out is that kind of thing where people are, like, again, not to take away from the homeless or anything, but you, if you say, most people's mentality is if I give 20 bucks to a homeless person, he's going to spend it on drugs. That's too much money. If I give him two bucks, he'll buy food or something, you know, like, that's... That's a mentality that's carried. Whereas if you say like, "Hey, this guy just needs sixty bucks to to buy dinner for his family," someone's going to be more inclined to pay that because it's like this is going to help this specific cause, this specific reason. And I think that's why with the donating, a lot of people kind of already know that. Like you're, you're just feeding someone because like who cares about the adult, right? Like at the end of the day, most of those adults have kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Like. It's a Thanksgiving dinner yeah. for the family, you know, it's not, yeah, I get what you're saying. And I don't know if you're referencing the 60 bucks to, like, because that's what the price I put out there. Oh, no, it's... No, because I put, like, most likely, like, because everybody kept asking me, donations were staggering up, stacking up, stacking up, and then people were asking me, like, how much is it going to be per family? And I was, like, like between 60 and 80, and because, you know, obviously the price per pound yeah. and you're getting wasn't just, like, hey, here's a turkey and here's some fucking stuff, and he was, like... A legit complete meal, and so soon as I put that up, everybody started donating 60, 60, 60, 70, 70, 60, 70, 80. You know, because it's like you said, maybe you have there's some truth to that because everybody's like, okay, this is what it's gonna take to feed a family, and now they know, like, because two things, right? One thing that you said, um, if I give somebody five dollars. I give them the five dollars. I don't give a fuck what they do. Yeah. They can buy drugs, fuck it. They want to buy cigarettes, fuck it. Because sometimes I've asked homeless people, "Hey, you hungry?" They're like, "Nah, man, I I'm, I just ate." I'll take a couple bucks to buy something for dinner, though. Give them a couple bucks. I obviously saw on the street, right? So homeless people pass by all the time, and I I'm not trying to jerk myself off here, but we feed every homeless person that passes by. I have multiple witnesses. I'm not just saying that for saying that. Like we literally do that. And sometimes they'll be like, no, man, I'm hungry. I'm like, 
grab something to go. You know, it's Sunday. I won't be back here tomorrow. And they'll be like, no, man, give it to somebody else. I ate already. I'm good. And there's other times where that same person will be like, yo, dude, I haven't ate since Wednesday, you know, and it's fucking Saturday. And you're like, oh, shit. He's hungry, you know. He's hungry because he's telling me. He knows I'm going to give him food regardless. So he doesn't need to tell me a sob story. He's telling me because he's fucking hungry. And another thing, this is something... This conversation happened a lot in November, which I, I'm glad I changed some people's minds in front of me because they would tell me, like, why are you doing this? You know, like, why are you, like, not saying they needed, they needed to pitch in or not saying whatever. They're like, why are you feeding, like, a lot of these families want to just, want to freeload, you know, these are the families that freeload off welfare. And I'm like, so what if they do, you know, that that's where our tax money goes for. I'd rather my tax money go to families in need than to bombing innocent civilians overseas. You know, yeah. personally, me, that's me. And they'd be like, yeah, but, you know, I had so many bad experiences. With, like, especially, it's not correlated, but just people see, I'm telling you, like, people pass by be like, yo, man, come back in 15 minutes. I got a line right now, but come back in 15 minutes. Your lunch is on me. And they'd be like, okay, thank you. So they'd be like, you you give up. Like, I'm not saying fucking everybody should feed home. That's not your thing. That's not your thing. And I'm saying everybody should fucking feed families and eat. That's not your thing. That's not your thing, right? But I guess just because I'm doing it, they would tell me about it. They'd be like, one time I bought this homeless man food, and he fucking, he threw it away. He was like, nah, man, I want some cash. So fuck them. I'm never giving any homeless man money. And I was like, dude, I don't know if you're Black Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter, but if a cop kills somebody... They say, hey, 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 not all cops are the same. Don't treat them all the same, you know. That was yeah, one yeah. cop. If it was a black guy that did something wrong. Like, they're not, it, not the same. That yeah. Was a criminal. So, yeah, like, but they're the same. Except, I don't care what side you're on. You can be on both sides, honestly. But with the homeless, you can't judge all of them based on the actions of one, right? That's what we shouldn't do. Whether you had a racist Asian person towards you, a racist white, a racist Mexican, you can't judge all of the people based on the actions of one. So why would you do the same to the homeless community based on actions of one and legit in front of me three different people said you know what I never thought about it that way I just kind of went fuck them you know like I'm not going to give homeless people money and I'm like but that's the truth what is that homeless money that was a little psycho and they didn't want money they didn't want you know it's crazy that this is what a lot of politicians say because with the welfare program a lot of people say like there's so many people taking advantage of it and there is I've seen people at the store paying with their EBT cards and putting their wallet away in like a Louis Vuitton wallet and like all that stuff and like I get that at the same time I've seen families that can't even afford food that are using EBT and they're using it to like its full extent getting the most amount of it and there's a lot of politicians who've said like if there's four people taking advantage of the system but there's six people who actually need it and we're able to feed them then those four people who are taking advantage of it like it's just kind of a casualty like you you like Again, it's any business. It's a business at the end of the day. Like, you're going to take a loss. And there's a lot of people who like, oh, you shouldn't drug test. You shouldn't do this to, like, see who should get it or not. And most people who, who probably still would qualify probably could pass a drug test. If you're walking around with, like, Louis Vuitton and all that stuff, like, you probably can pass a drug test. It's the other people who are legit struggling and need that escape that that smoke. Like, I can't get it probably another job that's considered, like, good quality or like a union job or anything because I can't pass a piss test for what the marijuana's and that 
So I, I, I guess in a way I know that struggle. No, and and to me it's like because I I I I don't even care, but we're talking about it because I'm very anti like like I'm talking about this here now about the feeling the homeless just because I hope the people listening get something from it you know like if they've ever been the person to say hey I try to give some homeless guy some food and he was like fuck you I want money cause I've heard I won't say hundreds I hear people exaggerate a lot of stories like that you know thousands and so when me and a friend were talking like two weeks ago about about this he was like I just hope you don't become what you hate and I was like, I know what you're talking about. And he's like, what? And I was like, that I start sharing, like, I'm fucking feeding homeless and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. He's like, no, I, I love it. I love what you're doing. He goes, and you need to share because you have a big platform. But at the same time, don't get caught up in it because you hate that shit. So I don't want to see you do it. I'm like, dude, I, when have I put like, hey, look, I put it because it, my hopes are that other street vendors see this shit like, that other people selling like with restaurants or whatever yeah like I've worked in restaurants I know how much food goes to waste so if that not because it's going to waste not to be like oh this is going to be trash anyway so might as well feed the homeless certain thing is like pre-prepared and you can't like, just reuse things yeah like okay this might end up trash so I'm going to give it to you like no that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is like you can feed them and it's still not going to hurt your bottom line. You can be profitable and still be a good person. And the thing is that shit is contagious. I the last two weeks I received literally like a hundred messages saying like hey man love what you're doing how can I help? Best way is to feed a homeless person. Second best way is to like shoot me some money so that we can feed more families. Sign up for the Patreon now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and third is share it, share it, share. It. You don't realize like, because you know you say oh, I only have 120 followers. That's 120 followers that don't follow me. So just getting eyes on these things is like I keep saying exponential because then a bunch of donations came in. Are people you know obviously a lot of it from my friends because. Like, my friends fuck with this type of shit we did this for Top Shelf Sports four years ago but a lot of it came from people I don't know and that to me is where I'm like dude this could be a bigger thing that's just from sharing on the podcast and the fish page you know like this is 3,000 followers on each like what's gonna happen when I have 10 you know like and I'm gonna do things different you know I, I wanna feed like I said the, the drug, drug and rehab one I want to do like 10 for them and then for the cops do like 10 and then just maybe be like hey guys turkeys are on me this year you know buy 100 turkeys type shit like I said with sponsors like I think I, don't know, I think that was before we started recording okay, no I think that was maybe early at the beginning of the episode yeah. like when I said like oh dude if you want to sponsor me like this is going to be part of the contract you're going to give me 50 turkeys and 50 hams for Thanksgiving you're going to give me fucking 100 toys for Christmas because not only do I want to like set myself up for the future I want people to see like oh dude this fucking web bag with the little fucking taco stand and the little fucking stupid ass show is doing so much for the community I like, a seafood stand well it is but 
that's what made us famous and kind of show like that's why I always talk shit about myself because not because I don't have the confidence I, I know what I bring to the table you get me but I know that if I'm just showboarding the whole time people will be like this arrogant ass dickhead but I, I know I can talk shit about myself and still be the same fucking confident ass guy so I you know like like when they say like why are you so tough on him like as a football coach or baseball coach taking like the movies like why are you so tough on him because he can take it like I know I can take it I can say all the shit about can take myself about myself you know because I know I can take it so I'll say all this shit about myself like yo dude look I'm a fucking college dropout so much potential I haven't achieved nothing and look at me like I was jobless for six months during the pandemic and if I can give back like why can't you not to be like you, everybody needs to give back because this is just the beginning um, I was literally today reading about how to set up like <laughs> I was like fuck am I going to Trump way because I was like the Hector Aguilar Foundation feed the children educate the children feed the homeless and um, home the homeless but see there's not enough money for that That's there isn't there isn't but that does the thing like again like most businesses again it comes down to like a business every foundation every charity is a business at the end of the day whatever you want to look at it and like every business if you're not doing your best at it there's always going to be someone who could do it better for less like if you if you're not using like feeding the homeless, right? If you're buying enough produce, most farmers, manufacturers, whatever, could give you a bulk discount because you're buying so much. Whereas if you're only doing partial, you're not buying as much, so you can't buy as much, so you're able to feed less with less amount of money. You get me? And that's why they say a lot of the times money donations do work out better because you with a hundred dollars could buy X amount of food. Where a foundation who's dedicated to that with a hundred dollars could buy triple that amount because they have those connections. Whereas if you're doing everything, you don't have those same connections. Not because you aren't making the same, like you're not talking to the same people, but at the same time, it's like you're gonna take a small pickup truck worth of food, where this company's gonna take a full eighteen wheeler. You get me? Like they're gonna pay more in general, but when you break it down to how many mouths you're feeding per Per dollar, you're gonna feed a lot more with the bigger. To, to an extent, I agree, but also at the same time, you gotta put in um, things that I take into account, which is the network that I'm essentially creating, but also being a part of. Because the people that I'm meeting through the podcast, through Fish, through my personal life, like that. Let's say, okay, let's say hypothetically, I were to raise a thousand dollars to feed the homeless. And then, let's say, one of your friends happens to be in a a charity that specifically focuses on feeding the homeless. So I did my part, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't have to be the guy to get the glory, to be whatever. I yeah, see, okay, here, David. But the problem here goes the $1,000 for you guys. And you guys, I know that that $1,000 is 1500 because you guys make it gold. The, the problem with that, though, is... If you're not doing the work yourself or if it's not your foundation, like you just said, you had your foundation, then you're risking working with someone who, like, you donated to that foundation, right? And let's use Takashi 69 as an example. He tried to donate to that, he tried to donate a million dollars, I think, to feeding the home, feeding the children or something. And they turned down the foundation, they turned down the money because they said we don't make associations with packs like that. So let's say they would have taken the money, right? So now you have a connection with that 
with that foundation and now one of your donators says hey i can't have any affiliation with you whatsoever because you're doing business with that company that's doing business with that company and that's a big what if but that's the problem with doing so that's a big what if yeah but well, but because i've seen it one of my friends actually doing a toy drive in san diego you partner up like okay yeah the, the, I, the I difference between partnering okay, up and that's what I'm making but that what, what i'm saying like i feel like not saying you're trying to like find holes in this but i'm like i have nothing uh, but uh, like to come back at it you know like okay no, well, it's not it's not a comeback it, the only reason i ask this is because when i think of something this is exactly what i think like i don't it, it it's not no stupid fight the chess or what anyone says it's just like thinking of the worst case scenario what's the worst thing that could happen and i've been in a position where ultimately i shut down a complete business because the person i was working with was like kind of complete jackass and it, it was like all right like why continue doing this if it's not gonna like it's not benefiting me in any way shape or form and like but okay to bring it back bring it back bring it back it's a foundation non-profit so let's say people donate and that's something where i would use like quote unquote the patreon like hey guys honestly i'm not rich so i could do 10 bucks a month so i'm expected to put 100 bucks a month in this either but if you put 10 bucks a month in this your 10 bucks goes to feeding the homeless you know like etc etc hold on hold on hold on and then whatever money is there at the end of the month all you need is an email letter and let people know exactly where your money is going to but that's the thing that alone I'm telling you as a person that alone to me would be like I'm not donating to that because I'm donating to this charity which is supposed to help this now all of a sudden you no, can't no, do all this other no, thing no. that's what I'm saying from the beginning being like look what I want to do is get more books and classes right like educate kids but it, again, teacher, things teachers need so I could be like look we're going to choose a teacher alright because <laughs> <laughs> what I'm telling you right now I've donated to certain charities very specific charities if they started saying we're, now we're just charity with this other yeah and that's what you're saying all this extra why is it extra money how is there extra money in a you're you're overthinking it or you're like trying to find I'm telling you like it'd be like these four things this is what we're doing once a month one fourth of the money goes to a teacher for her school supplies boom she buy school supplies but what I'm saying is all these bigger corporations the the reason they have all, all this like we donate to this school or whatever is because of that reason because you say this teacher and then all of a sudden you have all these people complaining why do you why is it this teacher and then they kind of get put into a spotlight of like they did this wrong they did this wrong whereas in like if you donate to the school there's not as a big well I'll take those problems as they come because that just means we're growing baby and that's great for everybody that we help along the way but that's the thing like I'm saying from my failures that's going to lead you to failure. So that's all I'm trying to say. Think okay, if helping people is a failure, I'll take that all day. B. I'm not talking about helping the people. That's what I'm telling you. Like everything at the end of the day is like a business. A nonprofit, whether you want to call it a business or not, it's not. The profits, though, go back into helping the community yeah, even more. Because, so. uh, see, I, I feel like, hold on, that's really, don't cut me out for a second. <laughs> Let me talk. Because, like, with the homeless one, if I wanted to just quiet simple okay I'm not going to give the money to nobody I will use that money myself and I will buy the things myself you're the one that brought up like hey they can get a trailer with the food but like true obviously they have better connections but if that's the issue then I'll do it I'm going to feed less people but at least I know exactly where the money's coming from and the people fuck with me 
So the people that fuck with me and support my causes are going to say like, hey, okay, that money's going to feeding the homeless. It might not be as much as if he were to partner up with X and O, but I know that money's going to that cause. Okay, he wanted to help the teacher. Oh, shit, he's helping one of our friends that is a teacher. Cool, because I also know her because... But you're thinking best case scenario. No, I, 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 honestly, all I think. I don't think bad, but I don't know if it's stupidly optimistic, because... Yes, maybe. That's how you end up broken up on the side of the freeway. Uh, but that's how I've always been. I don't think negative. I only think positive. But that's what I'm saying. That's not necessarily a good thing. In the same way with the the, uh, top shelf sports, when I would tell you, this is the things you need to think about, and six months later, you'd be like, you're right. I should have thought about that. But I, okay, TBH, I don't even know I'm going to have a non-profit, but I don't know why you're getting so, like, trying to find hope. You got the non-profit. I know. But it's like, you're like the one that's trying to, like. It's because personally, if I say something, it's because I'm going to do it. That's why and like if you're going to talk about the non-profit it's because you already have a plan towards doing yeah, it yeah but I mean I didn't know it was such a like bad thing where it's like no it's not a bad thing it's just you seriously need to consider every because they go through a lot of scrutiny because they are non-tax and like same like you brought uh, the terrible fun- the terrible example that you used was a Trump foundation because that just shows you an example of how easily money is funneled out and that's what makes people not trust those foundations. B. Susan B. Cohen, Breast Cancer Awareness, their job is literally to raise awareness. Like 5% of the money goes into actually research the, and the development. Cancer, yeah. The, the, yeah. The pink and all the pink walks and all that. Yes, I am aware of that. Yeah. It, it's crazy because the Ronald, Ronald McDonald's Foundation, McDonald's supposed to be like a horrible company. It, it's one of the most the best charities to yeah. donate to, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, they face so much scrutiny. That's why I, I make that point of like, of, like the connections. I, I had a thousand listens to me. It's not like, it's not a hundred thousand yet. It's like... But that's the thing. You, you get a thousand listens now. It doesn't mean like, think of Kevin Hart. He got canceled out of that Oscar thing because yeah. one of his 10-year-old, 12-year-old tweets went, got pulled up and it's like, like you said, you could be a different person now and say, hey, that was my mindset five years ago, six years ago. But people are going to bring it up and say like, look at this hypocrite. Like, the only reason I say that is because of Charlemagne, a podcast you put me on, Brilliant Idiots. I guess his first persona was a lot more like Howard Stern. So now that his persona, not to say his persona, because he says it himself, it's not a persona. I change as a person. Like, if you talk to me now, yeah. this is who I am. If you talk to me back then, that's who I was. But a lot of people are going to say, like, you're a hypocrite because that's that's who you, one of these is fake. And it's like, no, bring that up because I'm not going to deny that's me. Yeah, but that's just a different mindset. and. Same thing with this year, like... If you're not a hypocrite, you're not growing. That's what exactly, you've been saying yeah. the last three episodes. If you're not a hypocrite, you're not growing because the person you ha- you were shouldn't be the person you are. And that's me. Because I was one of those people saying about the fucking homeless. So one of the older friends told me, like, you can't judge everybody. And I was like, no, but he, like, I bought him food and he threw it away. Like, so what? Buy the next one food. He's going to eat it. You get me? Luckily for me, it happened when I was like 19... So I didn't go around sp- spattering that nonsense, you know? Like, I was able to tell other people. Yeah. Not because I I got woke, because somebody else taught me. And that's the thing. This platform is not for teaching. We're not here to do shit. We're not here to change nobody's life. We're just trying to kill a couple hours for them. Their opinion. Is it a couple of hours? I'm getting hungry. So I was like, damn, I'm about to turn on this. Oh, I, I, I just, I just <laughs> felt like... Because 
TBH, that's uh, literally today I was looking at like, okay, how do I start? It? There's like, there's even ways to donate online. And the thing is that they say recurring payment, keep it low, keep it low, keep it under 20 bucks. That's why I said 10. Cause I can't right now donate 20 bucks a month, you know, but at the same time, like I could do 10. So why am I going to ask you, hey David, donate 20 bucks a month. And I don't want to ask you, I want you to see this thing and then you do it like out of your own, like, because you're not selling to yourself, you're selling to your audience. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the people who could afford to listen to podcast not to say afford, but most people who, who listen to podcasts, if you're not listening to something, you're bored as fuck. Like, at work, if I don't have something on, I'm just there like, fuck, like, this day is dreading. And if I have to listen to something, then I'm doing the same shit. But you listen. So, personally, the way I do math is like, okay, let's say 30 bucks, right? I get a free t-shirt, and that's, again, a hypothetical. And I get, like, entertainment for at least one day out of my work week like that already is a win and again maybe i'm a rare thing but again that's someone who actually like right now i probably need to find more podcasts to listen to because literally right now all, all the major ones i listen to or the ones that get recommended i was listened to and not just like out of like boredom and not paid attention like I, I'll, I'll shut them off if, I, if they're not entertaining it's just I don't know, that's why I tell you, like, this pandemic showed me something different as far as, like, what you consider important or entertainment-wise. Like, it made you, with the job, it makes you realize, too, like, like, like I said, the, that those 30 bucks might help you. It's going to help me as far as content, like, keep me entertained. And at the same time, think of all the stuff we can do. Like, before, let's say, eating out once a week, it was, like, if alone or with someone, it's at least 70, 80 bucks, right? Which in turn is what, like three hundred? And during quarantine, what's everyone doing? Cooking. So you're saving money in that aspect. But when you're cooking, what are you doing? Listening to music. You get tired of listening to the same music. You listen to a podcast. It's a podcast. Every time you cook, you listen to it. Like I don't know. It, it's lifestyles have changed, and I think that's why me personally would be willing to spend more money on, um, like paying for a podcast because the same way, like. My girlfriend wouldn't listen to any podcast at all. And I started telling, talking to her about it. And she'd be like, send me one just to see if it's entertainment. And then it started with me sending her the, like, especially funny ones, right? And it'd be like, listen to this one. It's entertaining. And I would tell her, like, listen to this one if you want to listen to something a little bit more serious about this topic. And, and she ended up just listening to everything continuously, finding her own, stuff like that. And that's what I'm saying, like, now she listens to podcasts when she cooks or when like she does errands and stuff like that the same way as before she listened to music and she says the same thing like you don't realize you listen to the same music repetitively because any new music comes on you're like do I like it do I not like it and most of the time you don't have time to skip and to yeah yeah and and when you listen to a podcast sometimes you'd be like wait rewind that and you really kind of attach yourself to something and the rest of the time it's not background noise but you kind of just you're not focused on the conversation. It's just like two people talking, at least to me. And yeah, it depends because there's certain ones that I, most of the time I listen to them while I'm driving. And there are certain ones I, I don't listen to, you know, like I'll listen to them on my downtime, quote unquote downtime. But like, while I'm driving, I like these because I know I'm going to be entertained. They might miss here and there, but I know like this is entertainment in a non-entertainment time. Like, I get to kind of... It's a fucking hour, 30-minute drive, you know? Yeah. And it's going to 
It's not going to be a 10, it'll be, oh, that felt like 20 minutes. Like, no, it's going to feel like an hour, 30 minutes, but this hour, 30 minutes is going to be enjoyable. And to me, at least, to me, I, I don't expect that every week, if that makes sense. That's why I'm kind of like not ready for Patreon either, because although I do consider this a great show, because of the responses I get. The people tell me, hey, I love your show. It's really entertaining. It's, it's something different every week, you know? I don't think we've laughed once. Maybe we have. I can't remember. But I always laugh at myself inside. And me too. At you. On the inside. Um, like, um, I don't know. Like, I can't be like, hey, listen to this new episode. It was fucking, you know, like, it's Hilarious. a if you, want, if you want your uh, midlife crisis or depression, it's a good episode for you. Yeah. No, but um, you want me to eat? I, we, I do. How um, long has it been to be? Uh, kind of short. Hour thirty six, below oh, the average. Below the. It's a good episode, though. It, I feel it is too. Put um, back on it because there, there's a lot that we could have gotten into. I always feel like that. Like we could have gotten into even deeper, but um, for me, this year has been really not eye opening in the sense of like you know like things I mentioned earlier, but just kind of like. I feel like I'm on the right path and I feel like this year showed me that I'm on the right path and I don't know where that path leads but I like the trajectory it's on you know the the show obviously if I release consistently it gets placed fish is blowing up there's people reaching out to me to be uh, on podcast as far as that they don't even know about this and I'm like uh, obviously you know come on Bubba you know I'm gonna fucking flow this motherfucker like hey if you like me on this yeah, I have my own show boom and that'll like I said bring a new eyes new years and I just feel like okay I'm glad there's fucking 35 40 whatever episodes out there because let's say they enjoy me on that podcast and they can be like oh shit you know there was three episodes I'd be like they'd be like oh well, this one was cool and this one was alright and this one was so so but like this there's a lot to choose from and I'm starting in my mind, not out publicly, but to become one of those like, hey, if you can believe it, you can achieve it, people. And I don't want to be that person yet publicly just because I'm not where I want to be. But, you know, I feel like the things coming in, like, in the next six months is going to really put people on like, oh, shit, this was not just talking about it, you know, like he's actually doing it. That's what I'm talking about, spe- like, speaking of it, speaking it into reality. That's yeah. why if you speak about the foundation, don't speak about it like it's something that might happen. Speak about something. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And but no, I just feel like you, honestly, I'm not like being a hater, but I just felt like you were trying to, like, poke holes in it. Like, B, hold on. Well, Cause, cause literally, no, in all of my plans, like, I try and poke holes because that, no, that's what you have to do. Literally, like, you heard what I said. I, literally, today, I was checking because I had this thought over the weekend, like, hey, people, honestly, it's kind of a... Um, positive reinforcement right? like people you're doing great things man like I really like what you're doing I'm like See, but I'm not comfortable with that you know I want to do more so I'm comfortable to do more what you want to hear not what you need to hear no hold on hold on so I'm thinking so over the weekend I'm thinking like okay I want to do more how can I do more so I was just like how do you set up a foundation what can you like so I've literally done no research we, yeah. this is me on the first day 10 hours ago on the fucking couch being like okay what would I need to do Obviously, I don't want to profit from this, but I'm not stupid. There is called like an administrative fee where everybody tries to keep. I've read about that today. Everybody tries to keep it between five and ten percent because even though I pull money myself, 
the hard work for me was I had to take three days off of work to do this. I took two. The third one I didn't need to take off, but the two was just to make sure everything went smoothly. And it was fucking work all day and all night. And I'm not saying, hey, you got to pay me for this. But if I were to tell somebody, hey, I'm going to need you to do this, this, and this, and then people will volunteer. But if this is a monthly thing, like, how many people are really going to volunteer? You know, be like, hey, look, at least we cover your expenses. We cover whatever, because that's what these things do. So there will be some, like, administrative fee, right? No matter who does it, there is an administrative fee. All the great corporations, I mean, nonprofits, try to keep it at, like, 5%. But everybody's, like, between 5 and 10%. Some go up to, like, 15, 20 because in order to get these connections, to get whatever, you got to hire people on to do these, like the Red Cross. It's like 30%, you know? And it's a great organization, you know? Fucking Hurricane Katrina, they're there and all that type of shit. But it just kind of... That's another episode because they, they, they get a lot of blood, but I don't know about a great corporation because they sell it, so... Well, I mean, yeah, that's another episode, but... um, So, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, B, I was literally... That, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm... I'm not saying, hey, tomorrow, hey, it's unveiling, this is a... Uh, Who knows? But it was just kind of like, this is um, something I thought about over the weekend. With the power of Jesus, anything's possible. And I said, like, so I said, like, okay, what can I do so that going forward, we can help more families? That was literally my thought this morning. That's why I said, okay, I must look into it today. But um, you want to plug anything? You want to talk about anything? No, right now I'm just coasting by. New Year, new me next year, though. No. It's going nah. to be good. It's going to be good. Um, I've just been working, working a lot. That's sleeping. good. All right, thank you. After Christmas, things will. Thank you to everybody who supports us, supports what we do, uh, big things going forward. If you don't support us, but you still listen, fuck you, but thank you for listening. <laughs> Keep listening. Sign um, up to that Patreon. Uh, Patreon 2022. Foundation, maybe next year. These things are all going to happen, but just, you know, take it with time. Obviously, man, I like to do things right, but, you know, sometimes you got to rush it like with fish and it works out beautifully. Sometimes you take it nice and slow and it works out beautifully like the fucking podcast. Um, what's the wisdom? Find happiness. Beautiful. Thanks for listening. You know where to find us. We'll see you next time. Oh, hold on. I almost forgot. It's been so long. And if no one loves you, remember Hector loves you.